All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How we doing, everybody? There we are. Look at look at Sly. You got Sly back in the background, looking sharp. It's the belt. Do you have to? Uh, do you have to like lotion him up every day, or how does that work? I actually wipe him down every day. It's something I think that the cutout actually has pores in it that are leaking Crisco out of it. It's uh, very greasy and impressive. Good right? Yeah. Do you have Damn. Crisco in your house? No, no. It's a joke that uh, old people would only get. I don't know that a young Jack would even know what Crisco I is. I have Crisco. Do you? You're a big butter is guy. Crisco the same as Tender Flake? Is it all Similar. just lard? Lard, yep. Okay. Well, you're a cook. lard is just baker. like fat, right? That's what it is. It's just kind of fat. Purified fat, right? Yeah. Shortening. Crisco is a brand of shortening. Okay. Yeah. It was the first shortening to be made entirely of vegetable oil. Blah. So what is tender flake? Because tender flake is lard then, right? Lard is better than you. I think tender flake is also shortening. But flame, you idiot. Flake. Not sure you know what you're talking about. Either way, uh, no. Tender flake relevant. is lard. Tender yeah, flake see? is lard, and ask. I would think that the tender flake is better for you than the uh, the other stuff. The shortening. Mm-hmm. So, are you a butter over margarine guy? Hundred percent. 
Don't know, don't have yep. any margarine in the house. Pinder, I'd really be curious your thoughts on this uh, this topic. Don't have margin. Very much butter. Yeah. The uh, oh, uh, what? Get, things getting real tight right now. After you know, we're shh, in terms of what's allowed in the house and what isn't. Gonna watch this and that, and is this organic? And what about that? Is this grass fed? The three three. Very particular. The grass fed. You should watch Sacred Cow. It's a great documentary. And they discussed the grass-fed thing and mentioned that the issue with the grass-fed mm-hmm. is that once you ingest it, all of that positive grass-fed that you paid extra for, it just it, it doesn't All the benefits? That it, all, all the, the benefits, benefits are basically erased. What you should do is just eat grass yourself, and then when you get sick of that, then go get a steak. If you like grass, yeah. Be like a yeah. dog, eat a bunch of grass and puke your brain. Speaking of grass, how Speaking was everyone's... grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still high. 420. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Did you get into those pocket fives, Dino, no, or what? No, I didn't get into any pocket fives <laughs> yesterday. I probably could, could have, should have, perhaps. Yeah, no, it uh, did not get into any of those. Ah, Friday. It's the Tower Chrysler Studios all separately together here. Uh, for the Friday program, Tower Chrysler. If see, I was gonna say, get your uh, your tire changes mm, booked and get all said that, that figured out. And of course, Cursed snowing it. in Calgary today. Cursed it. Yeah, book it though for like a month out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, book it for July. <laughs> You'll be fine, I think, by yeah, then. Get a couple so months book of it. summer tires. Yeah. 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 And then while you're rush, there, just don't get a rush book. down to Tower. Put the winters on in September. You get two months of summer here. Is that about right, Rath? You go July, August. That's it. Going to snow every other month. I don't know. Last summer was about as nice a summer as you could hope for. It was beautiful. It was good. If I remember correctly. Except when I went to Sask. It sucked. They aren't long, though. It's not a long summer. Farmers are going to be wound tight. Hey, Dean. What's happening? Heard the yeah. roads are all closed in uh, eastern... Saskatchewan, Western Manitoba, storms and highways are shut down and the farmers should be start seeding and oh boy, oh boy. So oh, last man. night on the yeah. broadcast for Jets and Golden Knights, horn sounds, Vegas has squared off the series at one. Next game, they're expecting a whiteout in Winnipeg, which, you know, the fans, and 10 centimeters of snow for game three. <laughs> That's definitely yeah. I had heard that, Winnipeg in April. Yeah, it's potential and it's and the thing about that is it's not just snow it's the blowing and everything oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. so the cold potential yeah highways shut down a full-on winter storm which is perfect as the yeah. nhl shifts its focus to winnipeg as i say do you live in igloos there is that what happens in winnipeg no shit no one ever wants to play for the jets because it's the shits um speak of the shits they were the shits last night uh, winnipeg solid first period and then yeah. they were trash for the uh for the remaining 40 rets jets lose on the road and return home tied at one no were they bad or did vegas finally start looking like vegas in the final 40 that's kind of i you tell me i just stayed i was i I don't know what i was asleep i I was smoking a pinner i don't know what the hell was happening no i can i can tell you i was not smoking a pinner or asleep the jets were shit in the final 40 okay um the uh, and it, and it's kind of unfortunate because 
Hellebuck was playing really well, made yep. that unreal glove save, if you saw it in the first period, took one right off the fucking mind, got busted <laughs> open <laughs> by Eichel, and he's playing his balls off. And then the game just slowed right down. It was just get eventually get to the blue line and then stop and then wait for everybody to catch up and then it was it was a very uh, lackluster forty and and I guess yeah you you open it now I'll say this the Golden Knights to start the second period because it was they they were not good to start no nope. they were they were very good to start the sec the second period they poured it on but then the Jets just laid down so again the the refrain seems to be. There's that Winnipeg team we watched for the last two months. Just blah kind of an effort. Yeah, shots so. were 17-8 after 20 minutes in favor of the Jets. And you're thinking, okay, Vegas, yeah. you've played four periods. You've only had 25 shots in four periods. You look like shit. You're at home here, and you're staring a 2-0 hole heading into the blizzard in Manitoba. Like, get your shit together. And, yeah, then things swung the other way. They got fucking 31 shots in the final 40 for Vegas. So uh, both teams did the flip. You look at the names there. The, yeah. You look at the names on, on the Winnipeg side, that tells you everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. That sure does. Fair. I'll tell you what, Mark Shifley. Mm -hmm. I, oh, he shouldn't have played the third period. Not he bad. was atrocious. That yeah, one, not, <laughs> not contributing, but actually a detriment Went on, went on the ice. Yeah, I think it was the Stevenson goal. He loses the draw, doesn't pick up a guy. He's kind of got his stick on. I think it was Stevenson or or Stoll, whatever. Brutal effort for for Shifley. It's I don't know. I would. It'd be very hard to watch your number one center play with that little emotion. Yeah, one one going home for over eighty two split. God. Got the got the split, Dean. So negative. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Look at uh, look at old Phil. He's couple, Phil. Couple apples for old Phil. Still playing. Another eighty-two game season. More playoff points. Uh, but I mean, in terms of the series, it's good. S what six of the eight now? Yep. The uh, the road teams all found a way to win on the road, so that's good news. Um, There's two series. Toronto. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Greatest Carolina and the Rangers. Are sitting up, uh, you know, two nothing. Yeah, the Leafs back Greatest from the team. dead. Greatest team can't, ever. Uh, can't keep them down. Uh -uh. You saw this coming, uh -uh. Rhett. You must be disappointed because you wanted Gio to lose so he could play next year. They still could lose. Depends on whether or not Hedman or Chernak come back. Yeah. I honestly, I, I kind of like that they each blew each other out. It's like that just means okay. Like there's. I feel like we got a good series on our hands. And, you know, it's like, oh, how's Samsonov going to play, you know, Vasilevsky? Well, there's a seven banger on him right there. So, all right. The difference is Vasilevsky refuses to be pulled. He right? did. Like, yes. I was watching. What's the, I, what, he just doesn't. Right? What a, happened? It, it's, well, that's, it's, a, it's an agreement with the coach, clearly. Yeah. Asked he him after 40. Pulled. He doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's Said like, no. Because no, what was I it? The sixth in. goal in... The sixth one went right near the end of the second period with a minute and change because yeah. I, I was sitting there watching with, uh, I'll tell you, with uh, with beef. 
What? Which I was watching with beef last night. And um, the sixth one goes in as, well, Mark, or, uh, Mark I'm just used to Markstrom being pulled. Uh, Vasilevsky, he's got to come out. Oh, okay. The play to the end of the second period. Yeah. And then it's going to be Brian Elliott in the third. And then out comes Vasilevsky. What the, what the hell? So you yeah. think that's what it could be? Well, someone had tweeted it. That, well, it uh, yeah, I don't know if there was post-game comments or what, but they, they asked and he said, no. Nah. So, okay. I mean, huh. you want to hang the in coverage there? coverage down here, I'm probably getting different coverage than you guys are. They said it right on the broadcast that yeah. he doesn't believe in being pulled. Well, and maybe he's feeling off, right? And this is a this is a period where he can work on stuff. But yeah, typically it's like this thing's over. We need you, and we're traveling. You know, we got a three hour flight or whatever. Like, why don't you have a little rest here? And you look at the names there in terms of goals. It, it was not their night for sure. Um, but when Ian Cole and Corey Perry provide your offense, the worm on the Tampa Bay Lightning squad, you're probably not going to win a lot of games. I'll tell you what I. We don't like him. I don't like him. I don't want to lump all of us in. I don't want to paint all of us with the same brush. But Corey Perry is one of the most hateable guys in the National Hockey League. Yep. You can't help but respect the friggin' guy. He continues to play. He is effective. He gets under your skin. He had, he had. I was going to call it Eric Canada Center, whatever the hell the rink is there, chanting, you know, we hate Perry or Perry sucks or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. He's so smart. He is. He just goes to the right areas, scores again. You can hate him, but Retro, this guy is still an effective player in his late thirties. It blows He's me away. Great. I didn't I thought he was older than that too, but Christ, he might have a couple more years left. Well, remember he I was in draft class as Getzy, right? And Getzy didn't feel young when he stepped away finally at the end of last year. And it's like this MFR is still chasing cups and you lost to Tampa. Is that the Sid draft, right? That's all in yeah. the Sidney Crosby draft. Yeah, that was the huge Jessamine, yeah. huge specimen draft. I think he was the last guy in the first round to finally play a game or something like that. But yeah, like it, it's one of the greatest draft right. classes of all time. And it was uh, yeah. Perry and Getz, the, both went to Anaheim and not early. I think one was a teen and the other was in the 20s. And yeah. it was like they had two franchise pillars for a dec- decade, a couple cup finals, won a cup. Like it's that, that was a hell of a run. And Getz didn't feel like he cut it short. So that tells you how long Perry's playing. And it's you're right about Perry. Does, he's getting a contract for next year if he wants to play. Oh. So he lost in the final with Montreal. It's not, not Remember, it, he went to Montreal and played in that shitty yeah. no crowd season. Loses to Tampa there. Then he signs with Tampa. Lost in the final again. So he's on the, the Corey Perry pain tour right now. Might have missed a year in there, but yeah, yeah. It wouldn't even be PTOs. It would no. Yeah, I'll give. We'll give you another 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 year. Million Come bucks. In and play. Yep. At some point, at some point, you lose the tread on the tires. But just watching him. He's he's the same Corey Perry as he was last year and the year before. So um, now is he a Hall Sorry, of Famer? Did you say think that was the which draft? That was the, the Sidney Crosby draft. It was the best draft ever. I don't know if it was sit at the no, top, it was, but it was, it was the, was the stacked class. It was two thousand three. Yeah. Well, Getzy was in two thousand three when Mark Andre Fleury went first. Overall. Yeah, and that was the robust draft class, I believe. That's the one that was crazy. Corey Perry was twenty eighth. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A couple that years. That was the FNUF draft. Makes sense. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. number nine. Shannon, because remember, in there. yeah, when they went without, uh, you lost the year of hockey there, Red. I don't know if you even remember. Yes, that. I did. Do you remember well, losing the paycheck, Red? I guess that's why I. I yeah, I didn't need that money. 
guess that's why I'm thinking Crosby because that World Junior team you had Crosby and Getzlaff yeah. and Perry and Fanoff. It was one of the greatest. It was the greatest ever. Teams ever. And our boy uh, Jeff Glass was yeah. the goalie on that team, and he didn't play in the NHL till like '33. He was uh, Chicago got in all those goalie troubles and played Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, a Western Swing. But yeah, it was that that was the greatest World Junior team of all time because you had the lockout. Anyone that like Ter- Bergeron would have been in there as well. All these guys that would have been in the NHL were playing that tournament. It's whew, lights out. And who did Perry get into it with last night? Uh, he so fought. Hall. He's such a good hole. S- yeah, spot picker. Yeah, Hall who got dummied by Nugent Hopkins about two months ago. <laughs> I mean, well, I was coincidental roughing, Dean. I don't know what you're talking about. Somehow Perry gets his gloves off yeah. and throws punches, and it's called roughing. Like, what the fuck is that? And has the guy down? Like, no, no code, no, no guy code, no player yeah. code. Guys down, just yeah, keep feeding them. Yeah, keep feeding them. And uh, he's the worm. I mean, they lost seven to two, so I guess last laugh. But so, what's your what's your feel on this series now? Is it uh, my, shifts to ten? My feel go, my feel goes back to what I said after game one. I don't give a sh- sh- if Hedman and Chernak are out, they're screwed. That might be the break the Leafs have finally needed. Yeah, it's Their true. Their offense is awesome. They've got great players, and if you don't have your Norris Trophy candidate and probably number two defenseman, at least top four defenseman, as far as the the Lightning are concerned. You lose your top two or two or your top four, you're hooped. You I look, don't care. You look good, Dino. Here's their uh, ice time leaders from last year's first there round you go. series. I was looking, yeah. yeah, sorry, Chris Johnson tweeted this last night, and I, I was just scrolling to find it. Uh, last year, round one against the Leafs, Victor Hedman led the way in minutes. Sergachev second, McDonough third. Chernak fourth. Three of those four guys are now gone. Sergachev, the only guy left. McDonough, I believe, to Nashville. Chernak and Hedman hurt. Point being, you know, that that that's a pretty deep blue line when they're healthy. You take away two top four, that's bad news bears. Now they're losing. Darren Radish. Right. Darren Radish led their blue liners in ice time with 22 minutes, 24 seconds last night. Taylor? Darren, that's, uh, that's yeah. no, that's weird. I'm throwing it out there because I'm just looking at the game sheet, and, yeah. and I mean, <laughs> if I'm if I'm wrong, and it's it's potential that I'm wrong. No, you're right. But I uh, I printed off the other Radish this morning. We have Darren Radish, twenty two minutes twenty four seconds. Nick Perbix sixteen minutes. Ugh. And you know what? I mean, he's actually been okay. But yeah, Sergachev twenty one forty eight twenty one. You're not wrong, retro. <laughs> You can't say a kid's been okay uh, to take up. I guess I mean Victor this year. Edmund. I know what you're no, saying, no. but I'm just, yeah. in general, I'm saying. There's a problem. You can't, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, if it was, if it was Philly with Pronger and Pronger had been out, you can't lose those kinds of guys. They're yeah. the key to success. Totally yeah. agree. I remember the uh, Breezebois kind of saying that when they made that deal, with uh, with Nashville that included Cal Foot going the other way. It was the emergence of Nick Perbix who there allowed him to be able to move away from Cal Foot. How that was quite a tilt last night. That was that was quite a face punching contest. Uh Luke Shen hanging on for dear life and Tanner Janot they both, both got a just few throwing. Yeah. I it, I was gonna say that because Janot fights, it almost looked like it was two guys that were could fight but didn't really know the the strategy behind not getting hit 
because they were throwing hard. And right near the end, there was that one uppercut. It looked like a busted shin wide open on the top of his forehead there. But two, two good guys. Nobody hurt. Nobody's everybody's loving it. People on their feet. That was a heavyweight tilt. Yeah, it was Luke Shen. If you're from Oxbow, Saskatchewan, you got to know how to toss them. I'm sorry. Is it Oxbow? Yeah. (laughs) One of four fights last night. We got them all in the Pinder Report and three in that game. Ah, nice. If you include uh, the Perry roughing minor. And I think that's kind of why you go get Luke Shen. The price isn't super appealing. You can play third pair or second in a pinch, but... When you're beating someone 6-2 and they want to fight, thank you for making this not have to be somebody else, Luke. Appreciate this. And I think it was Jano's first game back. Like, that's saying something. First game back, likes to fight guy, clearly. Yeah, he likes to fight guy. Now, what's in my my camera friggin' thing here? (laughs) Whatever. Um, Having a day. There's something. There is something. Yeah. Got something covering the lens there? What the hell's going on? Come on. <laughs> Beef is pissing around with you. He's messing nah, with you. I was going to say there was a, there was almost a, a fifth scrap in the penalty box last night. Mm. Oh, baby. Between, uh, you know, because who was in there? It was Perry was in there, and we had Janot in there, and... Maroon was in there, and Maroon then had a bunch of time. Fourteen. Minutes we almost had a fan. You know what? And those those Tampa Bay Lightning guys. I'll tell you what. Pat Maroon's probably lucky. Oh yeah. That yeah. Johnny Banana Hoodie couldn't get in there. Oh, he's just holding. See, there's back. Banana Hoodie back. there. Thanks for his, to his friends. Or yeah, holding him geez. back. Look, this guy. This guy's Big gonna Leafs. get in there. He. Oh yeah. Big Leafs fan <laughs> in this yellow jumpsuit. That's that's Tanner Janot <laughs> yeah. there next to the Chiquita Banana, and he's. Yeah. scared for his life thank goodness the officials there you know yeah it's a good thing there's glass separating us now i put is the, that the wolverine this is, this is very good. look at this <laughs> it does look like the wolverine <laughs> yeah is that his martelloop brewing hoodie yes for sure i can't see the kicks yeah. he would have matching yellow kicks that's that's yeah. the wol- yeah. wolverine wow you. yeah unbelievable so anyway before we roll this, I just want kind of want to preface. So you saw this last night and the look on John Cooper's face from the other side of the rink as he's watching this take place is he's just shaking his head. He's like, what else could happen tonight? But at the end of this, I've tagged the uh, the play-by-play call from Lightning Radio. Oh, dear. Which, of course, is Dave Mishkin and longtime... NHLer, executive, Goal and scorer. color commentator Phil Esposito. Yeah, so you can run it here for those that didn't see how it went down. It was, it was a wild night in Toronto. The fans were into it. I'll Love just it. let this play out and let uh, Michigan and Phil take over at the end. Activity by the Lightning penalty box. They the Lightning are upset well, with some of the fans over there. You got a fat woman who's yapping like crazy. Is that a guy with long hair? I can't tell. Oh, Phil. <laughs> he has so much disdain in it. The Phil. Fat. Fat woman. Phil. There's Phil. some sort of fat woman 
or a guy with long hair. Yeah. It was that kind of night. Wolverine wants a piece. This is good stuff. He really does. Yeah. (laughs) What is he? Not nice. What is he punching his chest? Oh, he wants a piece, Retro. He says, Jano, you got me next. I I got next. This is where, this is where now I want those that Jano to get that guy's name Mm -hmm. and have one of those celebrity fights. And I'm paying. $100 $100 out of my pocket, and there would be thousands of people that would do it to watch Jano kick the out of that guy. Yeah, I'd pay 100 bucks to Cooper. watch the it's, Chiquita Banana it's, get Yeah, it's there. six to one. The game has just diminished to, to this nonsense. And now you've got a guy in the, in, the, in the stands calling out one of his players to scrap. He's like, what the fuck is going? Get us After he did, yeah, that Jano just had one hell of a fight, too. Like, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And you're the tough guy that's going to tune him in now, Mr. Man in the Yellow Hat. Oh, my God. So the last three uh, years for Tampa. Was Curious been... George? Yeah. <laughs> is that the guy from Curious George, the guy in the Yellow Hat? I don't know. Cup win, cup say. win, Stanley Cup finals lost to Colorado. That's their last three years. And John Cooper's thinking, I got two of my top four out. Had a pretty mad regular season. Again, that heading into that last Thursday of, of the regular season, the Flames are three points back at Tampa. Like, we always oh, just thought, hey, well, they'll just flick the switch, Red. They'll be fine. But coming home split ain't the worst, but it feels like uh, the pressure might be switching in that sh- series a little bit. I don't I don't think there's a momentum to this series. The only momentum, and a broken record, what's Hedman's injury? What's yeah. Jernick's injury? Well, that's... that's- there's your momentum. Yeah. And to your point, the, the the Leafs have been on the wrong side of a lot of, you know, bounces yep. in round one. If, if those two guys are gone, so and acting like an asshole yep, a few twice. times in Toronto and screwing things up. And, and the loss they do the have is thing. Bundy's over three, but the knees, uh, nice, excuse me, can step right in and he, he looks really good. Well, <laughs> and it's awful to say, but Bunting being out uh, and taking out Chernak, it's Probably the Leafs are okay with that. So they game uh, that'll be the primetime game Saturday. Oh, yes. From I fuck it. I can't stand. Sorry, I'm swearing, but I just <laughs> Leafs fans and Leafs media need to just f off. It's just painful. It's so. I painful. wish I'd have grabbed it. The the post game and, and you oh, would have again retro because you have a hard time with media questions anyway. Um, did you see that one, Pinder, the, the Cooper post game? Cause he was asked about, uh, with the addition of, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, uh, what, how does, does that change things with your, with the centerman? He's, he's like, how does it change? It's like, give me points, Sorelli and whatever his third Stam line Coast center, Paul from Audi. Give me points, Sorelli and Paul any day against anyone in the league anyone in the league and then just gets up and leaves because it's basically Toronto fanboys and girls asking yes. questions, basically saying, hey, how, ha, you got your ass kicked. Hey, it's one, one. And how good are the Leafs? Do, yeah. Hey, Mr. Cooper, do you want to comment on how great the Leafs are? That's it. Yes. yes. That's basically what it is. Yeah. We Can you believe how the good greatest. the Leafs are? Do you, I'd be a very easy. Ferris had a hat trick. Yeah. That's good. Hey, that's, that's three. Did you know that's three goals? That's a lot in one game. Oh, pretty good. I, and 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 
I'm even more on Tampa Bay side now because that fucking coach Keith puts out his top fucking unit. I wish someone jumped in the, I would have shot a slap shot into the bench at him. What's the score oh. and what's the game time and the time and the, the clock here? Remind us. Ish. Fucking seven, six, one with okay. 10 minutes, not even left. I honest to God, I, I'm, I know what, I know where their bench is. Yeah. I know where the third period is. Yeah. I know when I got the puck, I would make a cross ice pass that yep. was errant. Zip. The puck must have bobbled on that pass, and it would be going a hundred well, as fast as I could pass it, a hundred miles into their bench. Oh, oops. And Warner looks like oops. he bobbled How's that, and that nearly hit yeah. Keeve. And yeah, so seven in a row. Every time I got the puck, I'd be shooting it at that prick. Uh fifteen oh six of the third period. 15-06. So this is the last five minutes of the game to Rhett's point. A power play goal. Tavares from Marner cheeky, and O'Reilly. Sorry, that cheeky prick Tavares, too. You see that? I made a nice goal. I got a hat. Fuck. Hate the Leafs. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Hate him. And he's a chicken shit anyway. Oh. Well, there's our YouTube clip for the day. Fired another one wide. What the hell's going on? Warner. Depot. Depot. What's wrong with my sticks? I keep, I, it keeps going off the toe of my stick. I can't fucking figure it out. Wrong Sorry, flex. guys. Guys, hey. Sorry, Sheldon. I don't know what the hell's going on over here. Terrible. Terrible. So, Dino, six series um, are tied 1 1. The two yeah. that are not, Carolina's in uh, Long, on Long Island tonight at the first ever playoff game at UBS Arena. So, the Islanders. Gonna have to get something going here. Or they're cooked. And the other one is the Rangers, who just stole two on the road and are heading back to MSG. I feel whoa, like whoa, one whoa. one. We know where we're whoa. at, but where are you at on these two O series, whoa. Red? Whoa, whoa! They didn't steal shit. <laughs> they went in and just yeah. Said, no, they hey, here. Those are, we're gonna take those. Okay, we're across the river. We're gonna bring them back over to the MSG here. Mm -hmm. We'll take these two. Thank you very much. I think the Devils are cooked. I think that Shesterkin's going to be too good, and I That's think the Rangers' good. offensive depth is too good, and I don't think the Devils are ready for the big stage. So, Two games, two goals for the Devils, one on a penalty shot, one on the power play. Hey. Nothing five-on-five five oh, offensively yes. for the Devils. Yeah. And and Kreider, two more. Jeez. Two more power play goals. It's amazing, right? And we, we've seen it over the course of time. There's lots of guys that are great in front of the net and can tip it but that's he's been one of the best in the league the last three years at doing this he had that 50 goal season there you have it it's Crider up to Kane, four on the postseason yeah it's fox six helpers. it feels over for sure yeah i don't feel the same it way about carolina because like of how close they've been but the two rangers games have both yes. been decisive and whether the chances maybe were closer no one's surprised if Shesterkin outplays Vanacek. So if the Rangers are slightly better and pumping them and getting better goaltending, good night. Well, that's the problem, right? Is that the Rangers beat them soundly, out shooting them, scoring more. They haven't even had to rely on Shesterkin right. to win them a game. Yeah. And I think he's more than capable of it. So, uh oh. If this again. one ends in Friday. four or five games, that will be an absolute stunner when you think of all the series that fans and we were looking forward to seeing. Yeah. This one had all the all the makings of an absolute banger, but they have not been great games so far. Got to win game three for the Devils. Two, otherwise, this is, you don't even watch it, right? Like, you, Devils have to have yeah. game three. 
Shesterkin. Decent. Sterk. Sterkin. And then uh, Seattle, still proven to be a handful for the Colorado Avalanche. Up two they to nothing and then end up game. losing three two. They were dominating in the first period. Felt kind of like the Vegas game. Yeah. Like these underdogs, Winnipeg and Seattle. Yep. Getting leads, tough out, playing pretty sound structurally, not giving up much to the other team. And then both Vegas and Colorado found the gas pedal uh, in the later but stages. That Siv Georgiev, though, those two goals he gave up were terrible. You want to win in the playoffs. Hey? Well, if you want to win in the playoffs, you can't give up those goals. I mean, you, you know, the guy's on a backhand. On the wall, you know all he's going to do is pass it to the front. If you're a goaltender reading the two-on-one play, Christ, you don't even have to stay in the net. You could come out and take away the the pass. Play it like a D-man if you're not going to stop it. Like, you know the guy on the wall is not shooting it. There's no threat. He's going to throw it out in the slot, and he's still... Oh, oops, got through me. And the second one's a shot that beats him. Yeah, it's a good shot, but... You want to win? Stop the puck. So off to Seattle. We'll see. Games three and four. Should be fun. There's no way they can come close to what Vegas did, right? Because Vegas, in terms of the game production, when Vegas first landed that first season and we saw playoff hockey at the Fortress, it, it set the whole, it was like, it set the sporting entertainment world on its ears. Have you seen, look what they're doing in Vegas to the point that they were broadcasting. Remember they were showing the entire pregame show that they had. They can't, I don't think do anything similar, but I haven't talked to anybody. Have you talked to anybody that's been to a game? I'm sure the rink is phenomenal. nice, but I really it's haven't not heard nice. anything it's about the, the best rink on earth. Or... It's the nicest arena on earth. They just spent over a billion dollars us on it. It's phenomenal. Like everything's got this underwater theme that matches up with the whole Kraken vibe. Like there's not pillars. There's fucking, you know, like fish tanks around pillars. Everything is through the roof. It's state of the art. I think the fans will be wound up. I uh, Rhett, it depends how many of those hippies smoke a joint before they go in, right? <laughs> it's not going to be Vegas. It's not trying to be Vegas. It's going to be a different vibe. But, you know, well, the, I remember watching the first game ever there the last two falls ago, and you're like, this is uh, pretty impressive. They're fired up. This the, There's only one first playoff game ever. They'll be rowdy. Do they have a pot-smoking section in there, in the rink? I know that there used to be it's smoking just outside, sections. Just like at the, it's like the, at the airport for where you let your dogs take a shit. <laughs> right. It's just outside. Is there a safe injection site in the concourse? What's going on there, Rhett? <laughs> Do they have like one area set out just for hacky sacking? Jesus. Yeah. Like just for, for, sure. for hacky sack rentals. You don't need to bring your own. Yeah. Come on down. We've got some Frisbee throwing uh -huh. contests ahead of the game. Win yourself a pack of pre-rolls. <laughs> oh, you, you know, I mean, there's so many kids. You'd have to really have some like gummy police to make sure that the not sure. Okay, those are good. Those are the Haribo well, they're gummy bears. That's right. 
It's the weekend. That means let's uh, let's get on the deck, the patio. Let's get outside and throw some delicious meat on the grill. Uh, Anton Meat Market opened its doors in 1921. It's AAA Alberta beef, the best free-range poultry. Look at this. Grain-fed Alberta day? lamb. Yeah. Does your day look like oh. that? Is that where I should be grilling? I oh. don't see green grass. That guy grass. was driving awfully no. fast. Mm. What kind of neighborhood are you living in? Don't let your kids outside. Looks dangerous. I don't. Alberta pork, Alberta beef. It is only the best at Bonton Meat Market. Calgary Consumer Choice Award winner for Best Deli Meat Market 28. Curlfoot Circle Northwest, BontonMeatMarket.com. It's a beef rib kind of day, Dean. Get yourself some beef ribs. It is. Yeah, it's a wet, snowy, gross, blah kind of a day. Yeah, you had said you weren't coming in, and I said, uh, yeah, figured. And yuck, it's gross out. No need to be out commuting in this shit. Fireplace, mm, soup, really and another week anyway. closer to the end of winter, maybe. I was going to bring this up yesterday, and then we got off on a different tangent talking about, I guess, the, the roster and for the, for the Flames, obviously. And where you go from here, and, and <laughs> it's like... A, what are we getting? What can you get for Nazem Kadri? We weren't really going to have that conversation, but I wanted to, and it's not looking like I'm. I'm not trying to double down on things that we have said to say. See, we're we're right. There's other people who think the same way. Obviously, that's the way it should be. But uh, Wes Gilbertson, mm. Wesley, in the Calgary Sun a couple days ago, and I tried to get him on. He's been. Uh, He's avoiding us, or he's busy. Well, he's got a very, very but uh, just talking expensive uh, retainer yeah. to get him on. Yeah, he had some. It sounded like it was some sort of an onboarding thing he had to do. It sounded like a lot of fun. You know, those corporate things. Yeah. Mm. What's the name of this article? You can go online and read it. Obviously, is Craig Conroy ready to be GM of the Calgary Flames? Published a couple days ago. And he kind of walks through all of the, you know, all of the data and everything else. And I just something that kind of popped out to me. Conroy would definitely be a popular pick, says Wes. The 51-year-old has so far totaled 21 seasons on the Flames payroll. Nine as a reliable two-way center, including one winter with the C-stitch on his number 24 jersey, and a full dozen in a suit and tie. He was Iggy's sidekick and then Tree's sidekick. Is it now his turn to be the main man? Isn't this the exact opportunity the organization has been grooming him for? A quote from Brian Burke. No question. The plan was for Connie to be GM one day. Ken told me that. That from an Eric Francis Mm -hmm. article in... Anyway, from from Francis's article, the late Ken King isn't the only one who could see that potential. Six years ago, Conroy was a finalist to be hired as GM by the Buffalo Sabres. He seems fit to fit the criteria that Maloney offered the younger, progressive, inventive, which he uh, rolled out at the press conference. Uh, and then the last part here. Then again, you have to wonder why after Treliving's exit, Conroy wasn't at least handed the reins on an interim basis. If he was the next in line, shouldn't that have been a no-brainer? So again, it comes back to something we talked about. I guess it was the next day. I, I, I'm not looking to, like, I, honestly, I'm not, it's just, it's another guy who covers the team, has been covering the team for a long time in Wes Gilbertson, who, 
you know, that's his perspective on it. And I know that that was kind of, at least for Retinite, I'm not looking to exclude you, Pinder. I, I get your point. But it, it felt like, if not a slap in the face, it was just kind of a Unusual. why... Why is this not just... He's the next guy. He's been the AGM for a while. That's is that not what you've been doing? So what does he watch to? Ready now? What the hell's going to change? Yeah, that's fair. Now look, th th that's a lot of tenure for a former player. It's not a lot of tenure for a front office guy. There's people that have worked in front offices for three, four decades that never get a sniff around GM. They clearly were g grooming him to be GM, but I guess to your guys' point, from the outside, we don't know what Craig did. It's like, oh, he was the guy that said we've got to put a claim in or don't trade that guy or we got to get this guy. He's going to be really valuable or like, let's find this guy to coach this team. Like, we don't know any of that. All that falls into the GM's decisions. The Flames would know. They've watched. They, they have the, okay, in this meeting, this is what Craig said and this is what Brad said. They'll know more than we do on that front. But my only pushback on just giving it to the guy is, has Craig been watching a really, really functional, progressive organization? Is he best in trade, or like best in, in class in terms of AGMs around the league? Or is he just the best guy they have internally? Certainly he's the best guy they have internally, I'd suggest. But I think it's a free audit to the organization. It's a free opportunity to get ideas from other guys. And also there's a lot of AGMs that are very, very good at, you know, their jobs that you don't want to hear from them. If, if Craig doesn't get this job, I'd understand him feeling a little bit snubbed, but the notion that things have been so good here that the next in line is obviously the best candidate, I'm not quite there. He might be, but I just I, I, I would suggest there's better run management teams over the last 12 years than the one he's watched. And I, I can't dispute that. For me to, for me to sit here and say that, I, that without a shadow of a doubt, Craig Conroy is the most qualified, the smartest. This is the, if you don't, you're setting your franchise back. I don't know. But you said it right off the start. He's been groomed to be the GM. He's Here's been doing that as 12 years. If you've yeah. been grooming him, and this has been everyone's plan, his and yours, the only thing, and somebody brought it up to me, and I don't want to mention who they, it doesn't matter. You also have Brad Pascal, who is an assistant GM. He's kind of been in charge of the Wranglers. He's probably going to want himself in the mix for this job. Is it out of respect for him and the, just the whole procedure that maybe but that's so, part of why? So that speaks to part of the issues that have been, what Pinder's pointing out, that maybe this hasn't been the best run because that was a confusing thing too when they had Tree and Maloney and Pascal and Conroy all doing we're not exactly sure what because we're not privy to what everybody's role was i think you got a decent idea what pascal's uh, dealing with the the stockton heat and now the wranglers anyway pinder is opposite of me where pinder and i'm speaking for you pinder and you Thank can you. argue it if you want <laughs> but pinder would be not anti ex-player but don't hand an ex-player something without proving that he earns it and would be more inclined to give someone that wasn't an ex-player and has worked his way up just through the management side and has a statistical background or a whatever sure. background. Pinder would hold that in higher regards than I would, and I would be more on the Craig Conroy side where he's an ex-player he knows what it's like to go into Madison Square Garden and play. He knows what it's like on a Tuesday in January to play. You can learn the other stuff. 
and here's I honestly think I think Craig should get the job. He's been groomed for it. He's put in his time. He's never bitched. He's never moaned. He's got a good rapport with the city. He will have a good rapport with the kids. He will have plans and thoughts of his own. And Craig Conroy, when and if he gets the job, should go out and immediately hire the next best guy of Pinder's ilk yeah. to support him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to take the reins and say F off to everybody else. Right. There's been, I think there's been a bit too much of that in the Flames organization where we got our guys and we don't need to talk to anyone. Like, fuck, they should talk to Lanny McDonald every day mm -hmm. or, or whoever. But that's not how it works. Now, who is it? The guy in uh, St. Louis. Oh, my God. Armstrong? Okay, yep. Yeah, Doug Armstrong. Doug Armstrong, GM. he talks to all the alumni guys and gets their take on things all the time. You do not have to use it. I don't, you, you, it's information. And they, and I think that Conroy would be open to, to new trends and that sort of thinking where bring in the best guy that's, and I'm just saying stats because I'm too stupid to have a better term to use, but a more of a, you know, a dubious background type of deal. Bring in that other guy to support you. You don't have to take the reins and try and do it all yourself and be, yeah. you're the decision maker. Get guys to give you as much info as you can get and compile it in your head and, and then make your decisions. Don't be a stubborn prick thinking, I've got all the answers and I'll do it myself. I think Nobody's going to question... Yeah, sir. I think Craig's a really good candidate. Like, I, I don't want this to get confused. Like, me saying good process is talking to other people doesn't mean I don't think Craig would be a really good GM. Like, he he naturally is very collaborative. Like, he's a guy that enjoys talking to people and sharing ideas. That's obvious with any interaction with him. He would have been in a lot of contact uh, with, you know, the American League team, which Pascal has run. He sees a lot of the kids. He's done a ton of scouting. We've checked in with him over the years, and it's like, oh, I'm in Russia. I'm, I'm here at this tournament. I'm watching this junior kid play. It's been pro scouting and amateur. I think he's probably seen a lot of what Chris Snow in that department does with analytics, which I think is very important for a modern GM. I think it's more important than it has been. You know, this is a game where you've got 32 teams and 32 really smart guys. Where can you find a tiny edge? Where can you find a little market inefficiency where you can save a little money and or get a little bit of a better player than maybe traditional practices would have? I, I think he's a really, really strong candidate. I think he if he's not going to be a good GM now, he's never going to be. So I'm, I'm with you that it's time to give him a shot. I also think there's a lot of really, really, really good people that have do, done, like Craig, a lot of work in a lot of the fields for a long time that I think also are ready. And, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes patience is the hard part, but I, I think Craig's going to end up with this job. I do. And I think that's fine for the Calgary Flames. And I, it opens an interesting pathway to what this management team could look like. I also think I'd want to talk to, you know, like Chris McFarland of the Avalanche and Eric Tulski of the Carolina, just because I might learn something. And I might say, oh, why are you guys better at drafting than we are? Because if we knew the answer to that, you know, we would be better at drafting. Why you do like why don't you blow your brains out in free agency? How do you do so well on goaltending? It's a free opportunity to talk to those cats. And I'd want to talk to Carolina and Colorado. Yeah, Robert uh, 
I was just going to say, Robert Munich at uh, flamesnation.ca, if you go to the website, he put an article out a couple days ago about potential candidates, and he brings up Eric Tulski, kind of in that data-driven candidate yeah. uh, category. Um, Carolina Hurricanes assistant GM. Jason Carmanos, assistant GM with the Carolina Hurricanes, Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, also brings up Sean Burke's name, Mike Fuda. Of the, uh, used to be with the Los Angeles yeah. Kings. And, and some of them are, are because of Daryl ties. Daryl with Bob Murray, the former Ducks sure. GM. We talked about him. They obviously from Chicago going back to the a long, long time ago. But uh, Mike Fuda was the uh, AGM in LA when Daryl was there. So I don't know. It's, it, it, I won't lie to you. From, from my standpoint, I, I'd like to see Craig get it. But not because, and I like, oh, I just don't be the old boys club. Don't be the Oilers. I'm not saying go out and find some guy that played for the team and give him the job just because. Conroy has been groomed for it. He didn't he quit mid season, right? That's how that all kind of shook down. He was he playing. Has, and I then, was gonna, I was gonna ask how many guys has he worked under or for? Daryl. Feaster would have been his first. Uh, are you sure it wasn't Daryl? Uh, I'll check, but I thought for Feaster carved that rollout to special assistant to the GM. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I could be wrong. I just the first place my head went was Feaster. It'll be close. It's in that era. But all that yeah, Daryl would collect special assistants. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it That's does. Yeah. Doesn't um, matter. He retired. I'm just trying to think of a random name. It's not like you're going and saying, hey, Marcus Nilsson, do you want to GM the team? Because you played and it's not that. He showed an interest in the management side of the game while still playing and then immediately afterwards. He went right upstairs and has been there ever since. So it's it's not old boys club necessarily. No. It's, it's just that every organization has the these guys. The plan that you put in place... Like Pat Verbeek's yeah. the GM in Anaheim. Was anyone a year ago saying Pat Verbeek, if the Flames have an open, like I'm Craig is not an unusual situation. Most NHL teams have a former player that is getting groomed to be a GM. I'd want to talk to a bunch of them. You know, like if Verbeek hadn't been hired by the Ducks, would, would are you talking about him? Is he on your radar? Should he be? Or do we only really know our own organization's last decade of AGMs? It feels like who knows an out-of-market AGM? Like it's, it's a black box. You know the GM, and you don't even know who's helping or what their file is. And we can move on. I, I just it was something that I saw the other day. I, I would just say that if if he's not your guy well, now, then you sh he he needs to go, and you should have let him go long ago. If if you really were five, six, seven years into this whole thing, and ownership, we love Craig, but he's you know I just keep him on the payroll. He's the guy, but he's never going to be the GM. Then let him go and go to some other team. If that's what I don't he think wants. that's the case. There's yeah, and it was wants, Jay Feaster when he started. He he played yeah. the 10-11 season, 18 games, then moved up. Feaster took over in December 2010. So there there there's that and then uh, it was uh, the one the, the one thing that he does have is an understanding of how things work here. Yep. For good or bad. Yep. For good or bad. Managing right? up, he'll understand, right? Like, yes. No. Maybe somebody else would be coming in and say, no, 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 we can't operate this way with Mr. Edwards. And then maybe he can 
get the ear of the owner and make him understand differently. I don't know, but he will understand <laughs> how things operate in that down at the Saddle Dome. No question. And I think to be really fair, I'd love to hear from other guys. I wouldn't expect top candidates to come here. I just wouldn't. I know there's only 32 jobs, but if you're Chris McFarland or Eric Tulski and you feel like it's only a matter of time, I want full autonomy. I don't want to have to deal with some of the conditions that are present here. But you might have because those guys too, right? They'll they'll be under that that working agreement. You're going to be the next guy here, potentially. Yeah, right? like Eric Tulski. Eric Tulski probably. It's who's the GM in Carolina? I can never Don Waddell. Waddell. Forget his name. Donnie Waddell. He's not going to be doing it forever. Yeah. Probably the plan there is he has been groomed and you are going to, there's a, there's a plan in place. So. Tulski's a different cat too. Well, Tulski's not a front facing, go chat with the media guy. Like he's just not, he he might be forever like a senior VP, AGM type, or you just have to have a president that can talk to the media. He's not a socially not like. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Most GMs in this league in terms of like a lot of the job is talking about the team and being the face. That's not him. Man, some of those guys may be, we have no idea. They might be getting compensated in the same manner that a GM is. And they might have as much say in those situations. They might not need to leave to feel like they're running teams, right? Like you just don't know. Vina Nova, Calgary's lab-grown diamond specialists. The, uh, you walk in the doors at Vina Nova and you are only going to see lab-grown diamonds. No confusion. And what does that mean? It means, well, these ones that I'm looking at, I'm not going to be paying crazy money. Or if I'm paying big money, I am getting a substantial, a significant gem, a jewel 
for uh, for my significant other. Spring is engagement season. You can be confident in knowing the prices are, in a lot of cases, 80% less compared to mine diamonds, pretty much across the board. Uh, due to the identical nature, lab-created diamonds have the same hardness and light refraction as a natural diamond. Gemologists themselves often have a hard time and it made sometimes it's impossible to tell them apart. Visit Vinanova.com. See them at their downtown showroom on the second level of Stephen Avenue Place. Uh, and mention Barnburner. I don't think it saves you any money. But, Just say, uh, yeah. You know, they'd be, oh, yeah, yeah, how about those flames? You'll have a little hockey conversation, and then you can talk about the uh, lab-grown So with your eyes, Dean, you, you can't know. tell the difference between the mind and the lab made. I can't. Even if you squint and you... I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, babe. <laughs> this is a sapphire? What? Let's do the Tinder report. <laughs> Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall, online villagehonda.com. We've been saying it for a while. Get your piece of the million-dollar buy-in event cash for your used vehicle. Village is paying top dollar. They'll even throw in a tropical cruise to boot. What more do you need? Good heavens, people. They are doing everything to get your business here. Let's go. See more at villagehonda.com or uh, or head there in the Northwest Auto Mall. Village Honda brings you the Pinder Report. It was a fight-filled night last night. And for our Friday Pinder Report today, we're going to start with, uh, well, something we thought, you know, this could be a real good game. And if the Leafs aren't going to show up tonight, well, bury everyone and rename the franchise. It's been that bad. Seven first-round exits in a row. Last night, game two against Tampa. Needed to get on even terms. We could show you the seven goals, but what about the three fights, Rhett? These are like a, a rare delicacy now, all of a sudden. A playoff scrap? Let's go. So first one on deck, I believe we got your old pal who you're cheering against, Mark Giordano, skating around and watch for Zach Bogosian here. Cheering for. This is a Rhett fight, too. This is good strategy. Throw hard, get to the deck. Bogosian didn't have a chance. Geo may or may not have landed one or two there, but he got a couple of healthy cuts. And uh, the former Flames captain, all right, one nothing, and the tone's already been set. Let's watch it again. Rhett, give us your thoughts here. Camera gets there late, which kind of sucks. Yeah. So Geo's circling I like that there. Geo came in. So let's have a go here. Going to do this. That's right. Oh, he's a little old to be picking bang, fights. Bang. Oh, really went after him. Oh, good for my old boy. My old roommate. What year? Or right. years, uh? Well, it was just one night, but I wasn't there in the morning when he woke up. Jesus. That's right. That was the uh, Christmas party. Hey, Gio, why don't you come over for Christmas? That sounds yeah, great. There. <laughs> Wakes up the next morning, Rhett and the shoveler on an airplane to Saskatoon. Second fight of the night. Here we go. It's a gutter. Jano and Luke Shen. Now, looks like Shen's in trouble here, but watch him land a couple and get the helmet off right away. There we go. Lefts, 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 lefts. Now, Janot well, gets a turn. Going there? He got him good there. First game back for Janot. This guy's an animal. Prick. Yeah. Right there. Don't know if he caught him or not. Good, good, good lick. It's surprising that... It Shen can't throw a right. I hate lefties, but... We should, like you said, he was going great on the left. He's got a bad shoulder. Hey, well, what the hell was wow. Genoa left? Uh, but if he's a lefty, why did he? 
He's all yeah. He's really waiting to throw lefts. It's four in a row there. Lefty, keep going. Come on, Shem. He should have thrown eight in a row. Yeah, he's going good. Last one, uh, technically not a fight, even though Corey Perry, the worm, got his gloves off and were ham- was hammering kidney punches. It's Hole and Perry behind the net. Let's have a peek at that one, too. 6-2, seven minutes left. Gio gets tossed. Oh, Patty Maroon wanted to beat up Gio here. Yeah. Good decision, Gio. Yeah. Just still swinging, hey? Ugh. He is one of the great villains of all time. He really is. He really is. Yeah. Black hat. I don't know. To me, he's he's uh, beyond Brad Marchand as far as a villain. I know there's a lot of people that, again, Marchand was licking guys' faces and stuff. He's cleaned his act up a little bit. But, uh, yep. and he just relishes in it. Still a weasel. He loves it. Yep. Uh, I should absolutely love this guy. Rhett made the point, and it's a good I one. Should, I should absolutely love this guy. Yeah, you, you, we know where you've worked. We've seen too much of his work in these parts in the Pacific Division or the old Northwest, or whatever they want to call it. Uh, there was a seventh goal from the Leafs that highlighted added at 6-2, a power play goal with five minutes left with the top power play unit out there, Red. Keep yep, an eye five on, on three. We're going to okay. run it up. Oh, you know, you got to get that fifth one. Send a message. You're up by four with five yeah, to play. Great message. Send a message. Great message. Yeah, the message is we're, we're, we're going to do everything we can to piss you off even more. Like, I guess. No lead hey. is safe, right? We've talked about all these blown leads. They were going to blow a four-goal lead with five left, right? Now, is there a chance this is stemming from something else? If not this year, then going back to last year's playoffs? Because I think you're plenty right. with these two teams. It's late yeah. third. Coop the four-goal like lead. I just wonder if... Listen, I hate go. the Leafs, so I'm probably overreacting to it. It's something, though, Rad. It's not nothing. It was a, no, it was certainly... It was a deliberate something. Yeah. Whatever it might be. 7-2, your final there. Uh, we got a good series, I think. Although, to your point, if two of the tough four defense are going to be gone for Tampa, maybe we don't. Maybe this is... Hey, you look good in game one, I and good night, but... Tampa will be wound I up at home. She's a big uphill. It'll be mm-hmm. a big uphill. They'll be wound up, but it's those guys are. Oof, that's a tough loss if they're not playing. Worst place than the one the Lightning are in is one the Devils find themselves in. They are down 2-0 to the Rangers. They were on home ice. They were the favorite in Vegas. Now they have to go to MSG. Not a lot of good news. They lose 5-1. to one. Uh, There was a tilt as well. Let's take a peek. We had... Uh, is it Michael McLeod? Let's take a peek. Rangers Devils. Late. Tone setting. Oh, Michael corner. McDonald. China Grove. <laughs> what a fool believes. Take out some of that frustration. McLeod. And that's Braden Schneider. All right, too. Yeah, a couple of young. Ornery cusses there. Eh? Braden Schneider, he's tough. Former Brandon Weeking. Lots of mop there he's got to yeah. fight through. God, I'd love to be able to have hair like that. If I could grow hair, it I just let it so go. Good, Mr. Window, Dean, I think. Yeah. looks so good. A couple of guys with hair beyond their noses. Not bad. Good work, young fellas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 5-1, not good. Doy. Two more for Crowder. He's up to four in the postseason. Adam Fox has six assists. Don't have to worry about him passing the puck. You said he had a muffin. That's why? Is that what it was? <laughs> Can't shoot. 
Winnipeg and Vegas. And you know what? Oh. Hey, I, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, Tarasenko back in the playoffs, loving it. Yeah, Scored and the Patty Kane got his first too. Yeah. Lots of weapons. The, uh, big acquisitions. Yeah. Let's go to Vegas where the Winnipeg Jets looked very good early. Uh, that's your final. It wasn't pretty, but how about this save early on to help the Jets keep an early lead? I believe this is at one nothing or 0-0. Hellebuck, right after getting his eye above his eye cut, somehow goes post to post here and holds this out. They think it's in, and oh, maybe we won't be able to see it. Nope. That's out the whole way. He falls in. It's in the glove. He keeps outside the post. It might not have been an inspiring Final 40 rep, but they still got Hellebuck. If they could sit Shifley, they'd be in good shape. It's not been a great year for the Shifley reputation. Brutal. Connor could have had three goals in the first period. He was flying around in that first period, and then then it was just nothing. It was every every time you then the hangover kicked in. Yeah, didn't this game was great at two two? Didn't Friedman say that the Knights are being pricks? Yeah, that was walked back. Uh, apparently, there was a rumor oh. of uh, the Golden Knights removing all the pedals from exercise bikes, and then later, closer to game day, or after game day escape, closer to warm-up, there was a Winnipeg reporter saying, yeah, no, there was one bike that was missing one pedal, so they put it in the hall. That's it. So, uh, oh, that's, a little yeah. overblown. It's almost there. the same thing. Yeah, over the yeah. They weren't sabotaging. I kind of wish it was true. I do too. It's, I don't mind them being a villain as well. Mark Stone is back. He looked rough in game one, a pair last night, and that led us to the tweet of the night by any NHL franchise. Let's go to social media for the Vegas Golden Knights. I like this one personally. Nothing like getting Mark Stoned on 420. Way to go, Vegas. Mark. Yeah. 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 They used to be on fire all the time on Twitter. That's, uh, that's a banger though right there. Love that. Uh, the last one about Mark Stone. I think he's going to get hurt again. They jumped on him after the goal. I'm like, guys, he just had back surgery and he's smiling. And then they turned him on the bench and he's wincing. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Seattle, Colorado Tinder. early on. You'll like this T's and P's brother of Chris Tanev, Brandon, the, uh, the, the famous, I saw a ghost stock photo on the NHL's website, the former penguin, Scores a goal early, and look what he does. This is beautiful. To make it one nothing, Seattle, shorthanded goal, blows a kiss to some old guy's wife, and then they start the celebrations. She blew one back. Yeah, and the husband's like, ha, 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 this is great. Yeah, how was work today, bud? Not so funny anymore. He would have the last laugh. Colorado rallies for three unanswered to win 3-2 over Seattle. It was bang, bang to tie it. Took a while for the Avs to get going, but bang, bang. finally, finally get a W, and they got to Philip Grubauer, the worst goalie in the league last year. This is hope for Jacob Markstrom, right, <laughs> that he's good again. God, he was bad. Not Markstrom, Grubauer, both, really. 1-1 there as they head back to Seattle. So here we are, six series, tied 1-1. Two series or not. We talked about it. Carolina in the driver's seat going to Long Island. Rangers in the driver's seat coming home. The rest are 1-1. Feels like we've got a pretty good first round, Dino. Doesn't look like a lot of short series necessarily. I think, Rhett, you said it. I think the Kraken are going to give the abs all they can handle. I think this, uh, 
I, I do think, I think the devils are, I think the devils are hooped and I'm with you. I don't, I don't, unless we know more about Chernak and Hedman, it's hard to have a gauge. Yeah. If they come back, then yeah, let's, I, I think you, you've got one, but potentially if you're without those two guys, that's a lot of minutes. Those are solid defenders against that leaf offense. It changes a lot for, for me anyway. But that's, yeah, I think the Kraken are going to be a handful for sure. That's last night. Let's look at tonight. Four more. Back and forth we go. It's been a nice balanced schedule so far. And uh, yeah, some some scene switches here. First ever postseason game at UBS Arena. UBI, Dean, you all right? Uh, that's where you're at home today. For the Islanders, they need a win. Yes, yeah. Uh, Panthers have to be feeling good. They handed Boston one of their worst two or three games of the year. In a game two victory, they scored, what, four in the third period. Sam Bennett back. Alex Lyon remains uh, somehow their best goalie. Team that's got, what, 14 million bucks committed to Spencer Knight and Sergei Bobrovsky. It's Alex Lyon, the 30-year-old journeyman in net. And then back to St. Paul we go where it'll be Philip Gustafson tonight and Marc-Andre Fleury against the high-flying Dallas offense. And the Kings back at home against the Oilers. They split... And they erased three two-goal deficits, and yet I still feel worried for the Kings. <laughs> yeah, I look, I look at this Boston, Florida, because there was some uh, some bad blood at the end of that one, and same mm-hmm. with Dallas and, and Minnesota. I I want Boston to win, I do, but I would love to see Florida dig in and make this a hell of a series. Uh, one, yeah, go ahead. Right? Here about. Bergeron? We, that's why he played that last game. Here we go. So right to the Bergeron news. This this morning, he didn't play game one. Didn't play game two. Game one, they were saying, oh, you know, it's uh, always oh, illness. We got an illness running around. Game two is like, yeah, he's not sick anymore. So, oh, it's okay. And he did leave game 82 with injury. Didn't play a lot the last two weeks. Didn't even travel to Florida, Red. So no Bergeron game one, two, three, and four. As Jim Montgomery, their new head coach this year, says game five, potentially, Bergeron's playoff debut. That's not ideal. Did you hear the personal side of this story, though? Oh, go ahead, please. About why he, about why he played game eight? I thought I read somewhere that his father's battling cancer and they're from Montreal and he wanted to play hmm. the game for his dad. Okay, did not know that. But I might be reporting completely off base. Could it be erroneous? On all accounts, uh, it's coming from me. So it's not like possible. you to fire out erroneous information. Hmm. Now this gets even spicier. Knowing they're going to miss Bergeron, all of a sudden, look at this: Linus Olmark, your assumed Vesna winner for the season, maybe not playing. Game time decision, as he was in game one. If it was a stomach bug, game one. This feels like maybe he ain't a hundred. Mm-hmm. Never mind the flu, but uh, injury. Uh? Bad fruit basket. If my Baba, if my Baba were a Bruins fan, she'd be saying, "Oi, oi, oi." Okay, that's what she'd be saying. Oof, two big pieces. Not ideal for the Bruins. So eyes on that one. Not ideal tonight. Okay, Rhett. Tough times in the North. A Woj bomb and a Boomer bomb early this morning. Nick Nurse is Whoa. done and out. As the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. Oh, lucky bastard. Paid to not work. We're all jealous. Nothing says you've been fired yeah, like a thank that? you montage of photos. What the hell does a NBA coach make anyway? Five to ten? I would think that's reasonable. I mean, the college guys are making that at the big programs. 
NBA coaches' salaries. Going to miss him, Red, or what? Hey, I think uh, we should honor him. Won us a championship. Brought the North a championship. So, yes. Absolutely. And he was good. I liked him. Had some personality. Wasn't afraid to guffaw and chortle. I liked him. Greg Popovich, 11 and a half a year. His ex- oh, I'm sorry. not sure about his, his X's and O's and his, okay. his practices, but mm-hmm. seemed like a good dude. Top three paid coaches in the NBA this year. Greg Popovich, $11.5 a year for the Spurs. Steve Kerr with the Warriors, 9.5 a year. Doc Rivers of the Sixers, 8.5 a year. Scrolling like the net. How long has Popovich been making $10 million in San Antonio like? He's been there forever. Years. I don't know how long he's been making that kind of dough. That seems like a very top he of market. He was there time. when I went and watched them play in a playoff game with the Shoveler. I believe that. Before we were married. He's had multiple dynasties, I believe. That's how long he's been in San Antonio. But it's not been long he's been making 11 and a half. I'll tell you that. Uh, sixth on the list was Nurse. He was making eight even a year. Hmm. Boy, I oh, remember those days. You... You and the shoveler. It was like paparazzi, media falling you around. It was a highly publicized relationship. Was. Affleck and J-Lo. People were pulling up those old naked photos. A-Rod and Madonna. Right. Of you or her? Yeah. What's the website? Uh, mm. Yeah, just a high-profile couple. So many of him. <laughs> so it's, it's disturbing how many naked photos there are of you floating around. God, put some clothes on. Uh, so the Oakland A's, we told you yesterday, they're moving to Las Vegas. Freak. They're done there. Called me the yeah. streak in high school. The streak. The streak. Would you streak? Oh. oh I, I had streak. a buddy in college. I swear to God, he had a problem with streaking. Mm-hmm. He loved doing it so much. He, and his girlfriend would be like, listen, if we're going Not out tonight. tonight, you have to promise. You have to promise me. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, babe, if I can. I don't know if I can do it. Well, then we're not going. Then I'm not going. Okay, babe. Okay. And I just remember every time, because it's the school year, it's cold outside. I just remember every friggin' time we would go out, he'd drop his drawers and he'd be running around. You're like picking up his clothes and he'd ha- come in one door, go out the other. And like when the doors open, all the steam kind of comes into the friggin' bar room. He'd go out some emergency exit. He had a problem yeah. with it. He loved he's it. Snow, he's snow angeling in the snow banks. And oh just... man. And he had, he had a shit. He, he would shave his head right down to the wood and you could see he'd come Sorry, what did flying you do out of the bathroom or whatever. And you could see his bald head, like over the crowd on the dance floor and people like, Oh, for Jesus Christ. Oh Make God. It. Oh Make geez. It. Make it, man. Boom! Out the emergency exit, he's gone. It's like, you go get his clothes and I'll put him in the car so he doesn't freeze to death. Jesus. Like, it is. Yeah. If you it's were like, building an all-star roster of party animals, likes to street guy is a weapon. Like, it's a lot. It's exhausting, but it's never boring. Like, uh, I know one likes to it's street never guy. never boring. And it's but, like, it, if you have one on the roster, can, it's never boring. They can ruin your time. They can ruin your night. It's like, it's only 11 and we've got to go. Because no, you don't. You just don't leave him, let him run around that's... naked. What the hell do you care? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so if you want to make sure he's got a blanket, that's great. Hairs. But you get your ass back in the club, Dino. Leave him in the house. He doesn't have to be outside. So the Oakland Athletics, leaving Oakland, as I was saying, going to Vegas. 
And there's only really one reason why. Uh, Shitty ownership. And this tweet from a major league reporter, I think, was an amazing... uh, I don't know if the timing was perfect or what, but here's a list of the teams that have possums in the press box to his research. So there's the whole major league baseball (laughs) on the left with the A's being the only ones that do, yes, have possums in the press box. Now, that's a lot of data, Rhett. And I use the term Venn diagram a lot. So even more helpful, this this fine gentleman on Twitter. Uh, there's your Venn diagram. Possums and broadcasters there's only Venn, coexist yeah. in Oakland. <laughs> it's got away with graphics. Isn't that beautiful? Buggers, aren't they? Yeah, they're like buggers, aren't they? No, are they the ones that hang by their yeah, tails? Is that possums? Is that a, yeah. They got uh, nasty maybe. looking What's teeth. What's the mm. Groundhog Day animal? That's a tough one. I'm going to pass on that. So, yeah, there, there's... Uh, the, the two circles overlap. That's where both of the things are present together. Possums and broadcasters so then, only in Oakland. Yeah. So then how long before the NBA is there? They've already got a nice footprint I there with remember, that it felt G like League in the summer. They were, it felt like they were going to be the first ones that were going to be there. It was Bettman in a race with the NBA. Who was going to get there first? And then you talk Canary in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. The hockey team shows up. They're a rousing success. And then everybody else has got to be like, well, if the hockey team can, can do it, then for sure we can do it. I thought so. that the NBA would beat the NHL back to Seattle it's been ages, and that's a phenomenal basketball market. I don't know why there isn't more talk of that. There's some actually really, really small man markets in the NBA. Like New Orleans is tiny. They're just so, Charlotte's you know what, not though? a huge city. It's, They're it's so a little high. Bit They're so high in Seattle. It's like, ah, yeah, we'll get to it, man. We'll get to it. What's your rush, man? The uh, NBA's third largest here. city in America. Third? Yeah. Chicago, Greater Chicago? Houston? Mm-hmm. Used to be. Houston now. Yeah, it's Houston. They got a basketball team. They don't have possums in their press box. They, hockey, they got hockey. Basketball. Great rink for hockey. Hmm? Awesome rink for hockey. Pickleball. Don't need to build one. Hmm? Major League Pickleball. Fight. Hmm? Major League Cricket. Uh, retro. Your weekend plans include Major League Baseball in New York, where the Blue Jays and Yankees square off. Uh, walk us through the slate this weekend. Is uh, today's a game day? Saturday's a game day. Sunday's a game day. Kikuchi, Manoa, Gosman against Herman, Cole, and Schmidt. Some, somewhat concerned with the weather outlook for tomorrow. Should be at the game tonight. I'm not. Got to coach kids hockey for sake. Early flight out tomorrow morning. Drop the bag at the hotel. Get my judge jersey on and my Blue Jays hat on. Head down to the ballpark. Do not go anywhere near the bleachers. You are going to get absolutely heckled like you've never heard in your life if you try to go Jay's hat. He's wearing Yankees Yankee jersey. gear. He's, he's fibbing. He's fibbing to all of you us. You go to the he's suite? He's wearing that Yankee gear. Sweet? No, oh, we saw him. Seat. Remember he pulled up to Yankee Stadium there. He went and bought the, the jersey yeah. and had the hat on. Not a boy. Gonna watch guys Are you taking the train? You're gonna take no, the train with all the with all the common trains folks? P- oh, in the city? Subway. Yeah. Subway? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Got Good. it. It's fun. Yeah. Sweet. Uh Cavalry FC last night, Canadian Championship. Any Canadian team, professional, semi pro, MLS, CPL, other 
all squaring off in a big bracket. Winner takes all. You're the champs of Canada. They started with a tough matchup, Pacific. This is 1-1 to kicks we go. Calories, I believe Joe Mason. Here. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. So they're out of the Canadian Championship, just like that. Curl. Back and forth they went. Uh, really? Yeah, that's it. Done. It's one and done. And stupid Pacific got the host. Bunch of jerks. You get a draw on the road in soccer? That should come on now. Went to kicks. We'll play him again on Sunday in league play, not in Canadian championship play. Uh, we'll wish him well there. So there's your, uh, they win 5-3 on kicks, I believe. Good night, sweet prince. Ooh, they hit them all. Marco Carducci. Yeah, Shuffler's favorite player. Their uh, first home game be April 30th. That is not this weekend. The following one, Tommy going to be on next Thursday on the program. Finally, got some video sent from Rob Ray. Now, you would remember, Dino, way back, Rob Ray referenced the Warner family reunion. And I don't, I, you know, I don't know if it was yes. a joke or if he'd actually attended or only heard stories, but some video has surfaced. I don't know what year this was, Rhett, where you took the, uh, the show on the road or if this is back in Saskatchewan, but <laughs> this is a monster truck going through a puddle at the Warner reunion. Now, what year is this, Rhett? Walk us through what, what's happening here. Uh, early 90s. Grandma's still got her license at that time. She's behind the wheel there, giving her. It's a big truck. Gladys. It's now, just, just outside Gladys. of uh, fr- Frontier. Is this near Oxbow? Oh, uh, Cadillac. That's Cadillac. Cadillac, yeah. Area. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going pretty good here, but we don't know how deep it is, and now this is where it seems like, right, what were you feeling at this point? Was it still Grandma in control at the wheel? I was high. Did you see that smoke that just went up? That was me just yeah. blasting it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, this is before the vapes. You really a lot of pre rolls. Water's coming in the doors there. Yeah, this was looks clean too. At this point, <laughs> oh boy. So we're good. Now this getting out part's gonna be. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <no>. <laughs> I don't remember that. It was so high. <laughs> you, you don't remember it. Oh, it feels that? memorable. Good times, though. Yeah. Well, I Good just couldn't get everyone together, Where's, isn't it, Rhett? Where's Stu? There's tr- Stu was in, in Red Deer. Stu was in Red what? Deer. I got pictures of Stu and my brother. They were watching the Blades and the, and the Rebels sure. play. Red Deer up 3-1 in that series, by the way, fellas. The uh, Blades Apparently that lost guy a pair on the road. Their top, that top guy got absolutely schmucked. Mm. Laid out yeah. the Linder Linger. <laughs> For Red Deer, okay. not good. Uh, like no bueno. out on the ice, no good. Taste pace, don't like that. The uh, western side of the bracket already through. Seattle swept their opponent. Ditto Kamloops. They're waiting in the Western Conference Final. A little better. We got Winnipeg Moose Jaw, I believe, in uh, the one bracket in the East, and the other one, three-one Red Deer. Obviously, I'm very excited. That's your pender part. Brought to you by Village Honda. Get your piece of the million dollar buy it event. Cash for your vehicle. They'll buy yours even if you don't buy theirs. Sellers receive a tropical cruise for two mm. exclusively at Village Honda in the Northwest Automall. Online, villagehonda.com. They are your dealership for life. Didn't know that you, uh, so was that, 
your grandma's was that her monster truck or did you guys rent that or where do you where do you get wow one we converted an old grain truck and in, into that yeah, yeah. baby for yeah yeah for the for weekend sport sure. yeah. stock tires i know that yeah how many friggin' people are in that thing that looks like my pontoon boat on my brother's bachelor party <laughs> at emma lake we're driving and speaking of stew this boat it's party boat we're leaving the bar heading back home and we're cruising and i look over the side and there's about this much oh boy float before we yeah dig into the front and stew's <laughs> i better take over <laughs> get the yeah. bilge going here well two thousand beers do weigh a lot yeah <laughs> yeah well, the, the good news, though, is people. that so many people weren't wearing clothes. That's what kept them buoyant. If they'd been wearing clothes, they would have um, sunk for sure. Yep. I put together a little something, and now it's obviously NHL playoffs, and we're always very hockey-focused, and we get dialed in on, on the hockey, but also the, uh, the basketball is going. And we've talked about this in the past because there's just no better broadcast analysis analyst show desk whatever you want to call it than what the nba has on tnt and espn they, they've got they got biz paul bissonette and they're no. trying to recreate it and they're it's trying tnt to, is it tnt for them yeah because espn's right. is, is so is, i mean is everyone's done, yeah because i saw the other night they had chelios on there and mark messier and it's, they're yeah. trying yeah everyone's trying to recreate what the TNT broadcast is for the NBA. It's yeah. Ernie Johnson is the host. Kenny Smith is is to his right. And then you've got Shaq and Charles Barkley. And again, you can't force what they have. They just have a playful relationship. They get along. They're both very good. And they're not deep into the playoffs. But already, here's a little bit of a uh, best of Charles Barkley Shaq from the uh, TNT broadcast. What kind of balls are those? I'm going to tell you something. If y'all drop ping pong balls on my head. <laughs> How did y'all know he would say the word? They made me do it. Um, we're just doing a good job of having good spacing. Huh? Derek White, 26 points in this one, 11 out of 16 from the floor, 2 out of 5. <laughs> Yes, sir. Captain Ernest. Is that Derek White or Stephen A? Jeez. Damn, Derek. We love you, Stephen A. I join you in the head shake. Yes, sir. Damn, Stephen A. Stephen A play for the Celtics. He having Hey, you do first take in the morning and play for the Celtics. Guys averaging 25 points a game in the series. 25 a game. And here these guys going like this. That's all about Isaac. But you know what the crazy part about that is? What? He combing like that. That's the crazy part about it. He's talking about the crazy part about Derek White's game is. That could be Malcolm Brogdon. Shaq is dying. They, that could be what? Malcolm Brogdon doing the same exact thing that he's done. Like, they have two guys that have the same advantage as these two guys. You'll never find bum, 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 uh, a hairline like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, man. I, I get what you're saying. Hey, man, y'all act I, I like y'all didn't notice that. I get what you're saying, Kenny. <laughs> y'all act like y'all never seen Derek White ever yeah. in your life. Yeah, I've never like, seen it like that. Like, uh, I'm kind of got two juggling two balls right here because on one hand I'm Is that really what you're doing. 
Yeah, I'm really proud of what the Grizzlies did. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that made me proud to be a basketball player. Like, hey, let's just go and compete and see what happens. <laughs> and then we've got the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets to close it out. Charles, you have this befuddled look on your face. Like, Yeah, I have like a problem this... with that, uh, that game starting at 1030. I do have a problem with that. It's not going to be starting at 1030 in 730. Denver. It's not the point. It, it is it's the not, point. It's not the point. It's, listen, man, we had the whole day to ourselves. We should have played 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock. To have that last game at 10.30 Eastern, just, just wrong. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, that's your opinion. No, I know. It's my opinion. I told you my opinion. They should not be starting that game at 8.30 Denver time. So you can wine all you want. You want some cheese with that wine today? No, I'm not whining. I'm just saying, listen. Be excited, Chuck. I'm excited for the game, but I just don't think it's fair to have them playing that late. All right, we'll take your old ass to bed. I'm not going to say No, it's just wrong. Listen, we got to have some respect for the fans at some point. It ain't fair for the people in Denver to be playing at 8.30 at night and they got to go to school tomorrow, so stop it. Alonzo Mourning. Mark Eden, Dikembe, and you so you really have to say, well, I got to beat two guys. And so when Jerry, would you quit waving non-defender? You ain't put me on that list? No, you're shot? not a defender. No. So I wasn't a shot blocker? You wasn't. Underdog, where do I rank in shot blocker? <laughs> I'm in the top ten. Because uh, you're big as hell than everybody else. <laughs> okay, so put me on that damn no, list. No, no, you wasn't a shot blocker. I wasn't looking at you like Bro, that. Bro, I'm in the top ten. That, that does, you're just big and ugly, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> I can't Look at those that things, man. I can't, have, I can't have those. Why? Because remember, I cheated today with the donuts. Come on, you can have a purple no, churro. No, you know, I mean, I'm, you know I'm fasting. Is it fasting? I'm, you weren't, you weren't well, fasting this afternoon. You, yeah, I can't cheat minute. twice. Dude, just take a bite. <laughs> yeah. Those things are warm, no, no, man. No, just, no. Hey, one bite. No, just one no. bite. No, I, I ate a whole donut today. Shout out to the Dunkin' Donut people, too. That were really what? awesome. Take one, Chuck. Mm. Yeah. Hey, give me a little like piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll have a little bit. Yeah. Sure, take one. Hey, Come on, man. I'm going to take a little piece. Can I eat a piece of my fish tonight? Oh. Here you go. If you had to describe it in one word, what would you say? Kind of look like you are right now. A little bit impatient. Oh, oh, get him, Chuck. Get him, Chuck. Get him, Chuck. Get him, Chuck. Oh, Chuckster. What could this possibly be, Chuck? Off hands, Chuck. Are you being so soft? Hold it. Put down the other hand, man. Go in there. Put your hand in there. Both hands. Oh, my God. It ain't just not going to No, it's up in there, man. It's up in there, man. I put my hands in there. Nothing, nothing, nothing. There's nothing in there. Ain't nothing in there. Ain't nothing in there. I looked at it. It's gonna hurt you. Gonna hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, stop in there. Speaking of that guy named James, mm -hmm. Chuck's what? What's up? Because we do want to show the James Harden play. And that, I want to see it again before I say something. Oh, but perfect. Thanks for holding your fire. Okay, here we go. Royce O'Neal defending Harden. And a Ooh. shot to the groin. 
another look. Well, see, the key to this play is, Ernie, you can't hit them in the groin. You got to kick them in the groin. Then you won't get caught. Because if you kick him, if you kick him, you can get away with it. Get a flavored one and stay uh, in the Yes, game. exactly right. So kids at home, do not hit <laughs> guys in their junk. Kick them in the junk. Presenting them into the playoffs. I'm Rudy Gobert. You can't hit somebody and run backwards. You can't hit somebody and run backwards. They run backwards. Run backwards. And Beer puts the basketball in Ricky's face. Barkley swings. Oh, Barkley did not like Oh! Not bad. I'll tell you, man. They're what, a half round in? Jeez. Right? Like that's a play in. And part of it is that they were talking about the Stephen A thing. It's one o'clock in the morning. By the time they're doing that. So you're punch drunk and tired and giddy and you can't stop laughing. But they have something so special there with those two guys. How do you turn it off if it's halftime? You're not going away from that. No. You might miss something might unbelievable. In. Yes. Might tune in. With, it's special stuff. Uh, I, and I feel for everybody that it, their job from some executive. Well, do what they do on... On, on the NBA with Shaq and, and Charles. Do what they do. We want it to be funny, and you can't recreate that. Yeah. I will say. Unique and special humans. TNT's done a great job with their hockey. Last year, I happened to be in the States in June, and so it was Eastern Conference, Western Conference, back and forth, alternating nights. And the ESPN one, it's just like, oh, this is just, you can see what they're trying to do. It ain't working. Messier, we've talked about it. Great player, horrible quote. Chelios, I... And PK, it feels like he's trying too hard. That that panel did not work for me. And then every other night, you get Biznasty and Gretzky and Rick talking at the time. It was phenomenal. It wasn't the NBA broadcast, but I mean, it's night and day. The ESPN to TNT, the TNTs, they're close in terms of like having a the, maybe the best panel in hockey for comedy, some laughs. And I don't know that we'll ever get that in Canada. It's too serious a thing. But Biznasty's hilarious. We we know that from the podcast here. And Wayne's been way better than I thought. He'd be. Well, and the thing there is, Wayne likes Bissonette. That's that's the key to that, to that whole thing working. Yeah. Because if, if Wayne isn't down with the the dumb stuff that Biz is going to do, yeah. then it's probably just awkward and it doesn't work. But he's you can tell he's genuinely entertained by him. Remember, where was it where Biz came in and read the the starting lineup for the Oilers during the playoffs last year, they're traveling together on the private jet and doing stuff together. So that th there's some hope there, but I just, I don't know. I love Charles. I'm a sucker for him. And you're right. A half three quarters of a round. I don't know how far they are in, but it's, it's must watch TV kind of stuff. That should be see retro. That's what you should be doing. Having churros and running around. I'll be good with the churros. Absolutely. The chocolate dip sauce, maybe some caramel. Yeah. <laughs> Like a churro. Great. You know, I don't have a lot of experience in the churro world. It's fried dough kind of and it's mean. tasty. It's not the yeah. I've the just only never thing. had. Put some sugar on it. Yeah. I haven't summer. had a lot of uh, a lot of churros. I, you know what is mini donuts basically, right? Similar vibes. Yeah. Be a little crispier and maybe a, yeah. some cinnamon. Yeah. And they're not round. They sure aren't. I was thinking of donut. buying one of those trucks one time. <laughs> one of those, Stink. those mini donut trailers, right? And you just haul it around yeah. and then you 
God. Get the ice cream bucket full. Yeah. You would have had a happy life, but it would be over by now, Dean, if you did that. <laughs> Eat. Well, it's almost over as it is. But, <laughs> you uh, said that 10 yeah, years ago. Come on. Can you imagine if you just had one of those? If you just had a mini donut truck in your in your driveway at all times? Yeah, you'd die in two God, years. I'm yeah. starving. Probably takes a while for that oil to heat up and stuff. But man, that cinnamon sugar. I, I could, you know, put me in a bathtub with that cinnamon <clears throat> sugar. Just roll me around. Gross. Right? Oh, thanks. Ask the person you live with to do that. Yeah, roll yourself around, Dean. Sorry. Oh, she'd she'd be more disgusted than you. Trust me. (laughs) Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We mentioned it yesterday. Be watching our social media accounts for Flames Nation. Flames Nation on Instagram and Twitter. Whitney Cummings. Stand-up comedian, one of the best, not just female, but one of the best stand-ups working today. She's going to be at the Griegel on Tuesday. There you see it, April 25th. We've got a pair of tickets, or maybe two pair of tickets. Either way, get in on the contest, and we will be awarding those tickets, obviously, prior to Tuesday. May announce it on Monday. And then next week, we got more tickets to give away. So we're pumped to be a part of things, as always, with Grey Eagle. A lot of events coming. Check out their website. Tickets available at ticketmaster.ca for all events in the event center. And it's the weekend if you're thinking, well, what could we do? Uh, do something different. Why don't you go play the piano? Hey, a little money down, have some drinks, have a good time. You never know who might show up and start doing some high kicks on top of the stage bar. You just never know. And if you're like anything can happen. Jack, I mean, they might just give you two drinks every time you order one. Just hands full. Let's go. Every time I went to get a drink, they gave me two. That's not how it goes, but by all means, still go to the Grey Eagle. Whitney Cummings on Tuesday. Um, Betway bets of the day nope. in a moment. Want to remind you about Jasper travel before we, uh, before we tap out here. Um, hard to think about it today. It's all wet and gross, but camping. If you're a camper, do you like camping, Rhett? Love camping. Tent or do you need a trailer? Mm. How many days? Weekend. Three nights. Three's too many. Need a camper. Two nights in a tent, possible. Hmm. Okay. A little funky after two days. I was thinking tent. long weekend. Yeah. Well, either way, you can that's, plan your summer well, camping trip. Well, yeah, that's the number. Maybe you want to do only two days. You can reserve your front and back country spots now. The Jasper Sky Tram is open. The golf course will be opening in about a month's time. But as we speak, the uh, spring skiing is in full swing. Open until May 1st at Marmot Base and warmer temperatures obviously makes the experience delightful. The escape card still available. Half price lift tickets across the board. And we mentioned the Marmot Basin Cirque. Vast and impressive new terrain above the tree line. Bowls and shoots. Shoots and bowls up at the Marmot Basin Cirque. Travel Jasper. Beautiful stuff. Patio season. World. Let's go. Apres ski is unreal. Yeah, man. What are we doing for the weekend, men? What's happening? Going to New York City. Right. It's going to be tough to beat that. Two yeah. nights? Where are you staying? Yeah, right. Can't say. Hey. Hotel Manhattan. Give us, yeah, give us a. Uh, are you it's Manhattan? Are you like, are you in the garment district? Are you near Times Square? Are you by the park? 
I actually have never stayed at the hotel we're staying at, so it's a new experience mm-hmm. for me. Good for you. Trying new stuff. Yeah, getting anything there. Anything planned beyond the ball game? Obviously, you're not going to Madison Square Garden. I think we pretty much covered yeah. that. I don't think I am. I'd love to. If, a show? Depending on. If I can, I'd go to two games, and I might go to a show, but if I can get two ball games in, I'll be happy. Go see some comedy, try out some restaurants, find some speakeasies, drink till the sun rises. club might be good on Saturday night. Did you go to that Book of Mormon? Uh, I think I did when it passed. It would have been like, what, five years ago that was red hot? I think it was bleeping hilarious. I've, uh, I've seen it twice. It's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, I might go to that. Do that. Yeah, it's outstanding. And I know you can book tickets online, and that's pretty much how you have to do it because the Comedy Cellar is kind of the legendary one in New York, and yep, it's yep. always full. And probably even if you went today to get tickets, but oh, for an NHL alum, you never know who might drop in. That's that's one of those places where it's oh, and uh, please welcome Chris Rock. <laughs> what <laughs> could happen? No, oh, look, that's, Eddie that's, Murphy's here. Eddie, do you want to come up and grab the mic? <laughs> well, that's what. Joe Rogan opened a new joint down in Austin, and the people were there the other night, and Bill Burr stopped in to do a Come set. On. Oh, That's okay. what these guys do. A lot of the comedians that do the full hours on Netflix or HBO, they got to work their shit out. Yeah. So they'll just kind of, hey, can I get on? So they'll bump some ham and egger, and then, I'll, like, truly, that's Kevin Hart or whoever. Jerry nice. Seinfeld has done that a bunch where they just kind of pop in, do a quick five, six minutes, and they're out. So Matt, if you were there in Seinfeld or something like that dropped in, that whew. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Okay, let's do our Betway Bets. No bet. The Betway app on your phone. Playoff basketball, playoff uh, hockey, obviously. Baseball. Are you gonna are you gonna put a wager down on the uh the game you're at tomorrow? That sure. always makes it more fun. You're at the game. Now do you have in front of you what's the over under for that- Rhett on beers? Is it six and a half of those uh those tall, clear Glasses, plastic cups. I got right torqued the last time I went to the game to the point where probably it was over a graph. I was just so excited to be at the ballpark yeah. again. Knowing I got a chance to go to two, I think I'm going to be a little bit tamer. Mm. I found the bar as well, the bar bar where you can get a real drink. Yep. So I'm thinking a couple of beer and then a couple of uh, well drinks. I went one time and I whatever stub hub or whatever and wasn't planning on going to the game went i was like, ah, I got nothing else to do what let's go to the game like last minute went on stub hub and they were at the time it was the audi club seats Ooh. and they were like 20 30 bucks a seat so come on club sounds like it would be okay <laughs> oh yeah it was uh you torqued is that the word you torqued. Mm-hmm. was that free yeah. food bath or, or not that high end it was not quite that, but cool. yeah, it was pretty good. That is the move yeah, if they, you ever get a chance. Buy tickets there. in the second inning. They get real cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would rather have something than nothing. I'll take 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, Betway bets. Betway, bets. Uh, Betway not condoning any of that kind of behavior. No, they want true. you to be no. responsible. That's the thing about Betway. Please be responsible. Here's our bets of the day. The uh, round one action. I took some of the pre-built bets yep. on the app. Marty Natchez and Jason Robertson both to get a point Robo. plus 130. Now, Dallas on the road, Carolina, looked pretty good through two games, but uh, I'll take the plus 130. And then a little bark off and boldy. 
There again, both to get one point or more plus 120. And if you go into the app, they have a bunch of those pre-built bets. And as far as the points, they're not picking plumbers. They are yep. giving you some very good players, star caliber players. So if you hit on some of these, you start to, uh, you know, that old bankroll starts to get fat. And like what, uh, like what you're thinking, Dane, I'm going the same way, just maybe, you know, a little more risque as I'm going goals, not just points. We'll start with uh, Leon Dreisaitl and Kirill Kaprizov. Those are two guys you're comfy scoring with. It's Kirill at home for the wild and Dreisaitl while he's just leading the universe in goals in the playoffs. So yeah, plus 300 there. Love that number. And then how about this? Boston and Florida be the highest scoring game of the night. Okay, so Islanders, Carolina, that's probably low scoring, I guess. Dallas, Minnesota, Gustafson back, that could be lower scoring. A little worried about LA Edmonton, but how about this? Olmark, game time decision, Alex Lyon, both these teams have put up a big number already. That's the highest scoring game of the night, plus 245. Betway bets. Get the Betway app on your phone. Be responsible. 19 years of age and over in Ontario and all that sort of stuff. Thank you to Betway. Well, have a great weekend uh, to you, Retro. Uh, take some photos. Give us yeah. some vids. Come back with some stories. Yeah. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Everyone else, obviously, have a great uh, a great weekend. I wonder, in terms of the Calgary Flames, when... Not that we're really waiting for any news. We obviously expect, it seems at this point, that Daryl's going to be back. There's nothing confirmed, but I just wonder when some news might start to trickle out. Do we hear from Daryl? Or would he just say, nah, I don't need a season-ending availability? Typically, you hear from the coach. We don't need one. Yeah. And if you're doing an exhaustive search, it should be a while because some a lot of the teams are still going, and you're not going to pluck guys right now. Yeah, Donald already talked about it. It's not a super pressing timeline on the GM front, but definitely you want to get your list together. All right, buddies. Thanks for being a part of the barn burner. We'll see you next week. See ya. Others suck. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 